Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you in Oilers now from the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan, Doobie Brothers to open today's show. Please tell us why. Tom Johnston. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey. There we go. That's the right microphone. Tom Johnston, founding member, vocalist, guitarist from the Doobie Brothers, born today in 1948. It's his 73rd birthday. Uh, there you go. Order is now today brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. It's not just Tom Johnson's birthday today. It's somebody else's birthday. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Well, if you follow me on Twitter, you've already seen it. But uh, Mac T, Craig McTavish, he's uh, 60-something. I don't know what it is. Now with the St. Louis Blues. Dad had spent nine seasons with the Oilers as a player, eight seasons as a head coach, seven as an executive. This is Oilers Now. We have a jam-packed show. Brendan, how did it go on Friday, by the way? I think we handled it great here. I know the listeners are curious how it went on the course for you and Reed. Well, first of all, a special shout-out at the uh, Chorus Golf Tournament. A wonderful job done by all the support staff, including all those people in Tales from Sales. Uh, Kevin Spriggs and uh, the the previous Brendan, Brendan Ulrich, who, by the way, Mr. Escott, if you ever want to make real money, you got to sell. I know John Cusack in the movie said Say Anything did a whole piece where he didn't want to admit and talk about the importance of selling, but you got to sell. Comes with the territory. We, we all, Arthur Miller said it best, the former uh, great writer that was married to Marilyn Monroe. We're all salesmen, right? In death of a salesman in one form or another. Somewhere out there, Willie Loman is listening to this show. Uh, anyhow, the, the sales team was there, and they were wonderful. Uh, we had a couple by the name of Gordon and Yvonne. They're from Camrose. And these uh, poor, unfortunate souls bid, uh, bid a little bit of money to, to golf with Reed and myself. Brendan, it was, uh, well, it's the first time I was on the golf course. You ready for this? Since before Dave Tippett had ever coached a game for the Edmonton Oilers. The last time I was on the course 
was at the uh, Barry Cates Media Golf Tournament, which is at the start of the season. The Oilers haven't done it the last couple of years. So this would have been in September of 2019, and I golfed with Dave Tippett. And I was much better that day, for whatever reason, than I was uh, on Friday. I think we maybe used one of my putts the entire day, one of my draw. It was, it was, but the people were great. And I'll, I'll say this about uh, Gordon Yvonne. I, I like people that are chill when they golf. The guys that sit there, like, if you are paying to play anything, hockey, basketball, flag football, golf, if you are paying to play and you take it too seriously, I think you need to reevaluate things, okay? Now, if you're getting paid to play, you're probably pretty damn good. And so, as a result, uh, that's a little bit different. That's your profession. But uh, Gordon and Yvonne were awesome. Um, we had a bidding war for the dinner uh, with Oilers general manager Ken Holland. And uh, dead heat came down to. So, Steve from Legacy and uh, Trent uh, from Wilhawk will have to get everything straightened around there. Apparently, there was uh, well, it was an interesting night, to say the least. So, that was, that was awesome. And then, Brendan and I pulled off the double header on Saturday. Double dipped on Saturday. Uh, courtesy of uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group, was able to uh, take the family and enjoy the game. Canada against Czechia. Unbelievable goal that was scored during the course. A pretty slick move, let me tell you. Did you see it? I sure did. And that was, what, his third time attempting the move. Yeah. So pretty impressive. It was a a nice goal. So anyways, Canada ends up... uh, uh, Mason McTavish, who is going to be on the Anaheim Ducks this year. Dallas Aikens, by the way, currently is in the process of flying, I believe, back to uh, Cali after spending some time with one of the preeminent football programs in the country doing a little bit of professional development. Uh, but yeah, Kent Johnson scored a fantastic goal. Uh, Connor Bedard's Connor Bedard. Canada plays again tonight, but uh, Canada's looked pretty good so far. In fact, Canada plays at four today against Finland. So I took on, uh, took in the, um, the Team Canada game at four and then headed over to Comrall Stadium. Special shout-out to Trent and Sherry from James H. Brown for coming through and setting us up. And what a bizarre night that was. What a, First of all, the Elks played pretty well. Like they, they limited Saskatchewan's offense to, what, under 300 yards total? Um, but, you know, sometimes you do things that lose games, like turning the ball over on about the 10-yard line when you're marching it offensively on a blown handoff and then... How about the kick return for a touchdown right at the end of the half? That was a killer. It was, and it was a stupid penalty that led to uh, the Elks kicking from their own, what, 15-yard line. So Saskatchewan had a short porch anyway, and then it was blown special teams coverage. It's been a real tough go for the Elks, who, as you're alluding to, Bob, just seem to find different ways each week to lose the game, whether it's big plays or, uh, you know, like you said, fumbling on the fumbling in the red zone yeah. in a half. Off, take command. If you're the quarterback in that situation and it's a read play, pull the ball out. We had a few of the former Eskimo players uh, in our suite, and a lot of people took time. And, and the game got shut down for a while, so it was a little bit uh, scary in the building as well, uh, just because of. I, I don't think people were that concerned. Obviously, everybody got into you know the concourse and got covered and everything. Um, but man, they were di- like Trent was just. It was killing him, watching what was happening. I mean, this is a guy who 
won a great cup with the Eskimos and loves loved the Eskimos and cares about the Elks. So tough. So what do they know? They're two and two and seven, or two? yeah, two and seven. Okay, and the only two wins have come against Eastern Conference teams, Montreal and Hamilton. And what do we got coming up for the Edmonton Elks? A back-to-back against Ottawa. They're out in Ottawa this Friday, and then it's uh, the reverse fixture next Saturday here. And where's your headspace at as an observer of the league? What do you think? The well, Ottawa is essentially the East's version of Edmonton this year. So these are two very winnable games. If you want to keep yourself in any sort of contention, you're essentially looking now, having dropped both games to Saskatchewan and chasing down Calgary uh, for that Eastern crossover spot. And so it's going to be difficult no matter what. But it starts. It started last week. It especially starts right now. All right. Here's what we got coming up for you. We're uh, going to hear a couple clips from Ken Holland in the opening half hour of the show. He joined us last week. And then on today's show, regular contributor to the show on Mondays, courtesy of Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon. At 105 today, the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, Jay Woodcroft, will join us. And at 135, the former general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets and twice the assistant GM of the Edmonton Oilers, the current president and CEO of the American Hockey League, Scott Housen, will be on today's edition of Oilers Now as well. You can reach us anytime on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. I saw Blair Morin from the River Cree out at uh, the Chorus Golf Tournament as well. Get charged up for summer. In fact, uh, they won the tournament, Brendan. And uh, I think they won. I think they had a couple guys that were uh, like, what? What do they call it? Like uh, scratch golfers. Yeah, like like yeah, like two. Like I'm a th- I'm I'm probably a, th- a thirty to thirty six. Right, that's what I am. Yeah, these guys were like one or twos, right? They're pretty. Is that, is that the terminology? For, yeah, for your handicap. Yeah, they're they're like two handicaps. Yeah. Okay, scratch golfers. Scratch golfers, and they so they they ended up winning the tournament. Allegedly, I don't know, Blair. Uh, no, they're they're pretty good golfers. So, congrats to them. Uh, so, speaking of the River Cree Resort Casino, you can get charged up for the summer. Bring your players' club card to the venue. Get a free River Cree portable charger. For more information, head to the RiverCreeResort And you can text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted. One hundred forty third Street, one hundred eleventh Avenue, or head to Ashley Pine Floors for more information. Brendan Escott's available at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. I'm at Bob underscore. Offer and the show Twitter account is at Oilers now. Is it the calm before the storm? Is that what's going on right now? Today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. It's quiet. Uh, there is a group of managers that are on a junket uh, in the process of heading over to Europe. The Oilers have got several uh, support management types in Edmonton for the second week of the World Junior Championship. By the way, the the crowd on Saturday got up to about 5,200. Um, I know one thing, Brendan, it's interesting. Canada, I believe, every game is skipped. Well, they play at four today against Finland, and they are not going to be playing late games uh, later in the week during the quarterfinal, semifinal. And, you know, originally, of course, you would have thought all the games would have been sold out. Several contributing factors have undermined the success of the tournament. I think we all know there was a a cloud over Hockey Canada, which is unfair to the current group of players. I think we all know that. Um, It is also the summer and deep into the summer 
we're talking August where a lot of people are gone on holidays. We actually rescheduled our holidays uh, in the Stauffer household to be here for the World Junior event. And then the other thing is, frankly, the Oilers had a lengthy playoff run, which made it a little bit for for some people, the money only goes so far, and I get that. And I, you know, so I I feel for guys like Terry O'Flynn that were part of the, you know, the driving group for this. And I'll be very intrigued to see if it just recalibrates like normal for Halifax coming up at Christmas time. What do you think? Is it is it tough to sell hockey at this time of year? Yeah, we talked a little bit about that on uh, on Friday's show, and it. You know, some people texting in talking about the ticket prices. I think you're going to get that at any time of year. The other thing I wonder, Bob, is because the, obviously the four o'clock start times for for Canadian games are uh, are to cater to the Eastern television um, audience. Is that always the case? Like when the tournaments here, is is the marquee time slot always four o'clock puck drops? All right. Well, you see, what happens in the past is the tournament was always sold out, so it didn't matter when they played. Now you are, like, I know Friday, I believe Canada, if they advance the semifinal, they're playing in the early game on Friday, and they're not playing in the evening game. I'm thinking you might have been able to get more people at the evening game. Uh, A a very interesting text here, and I'm going to give the texter credit because he's calling me out on something here. He says, Bob, if this treatment is unfair to the the current Canadian junior roster, then why is it that a war in the Ukraine and banning the Russians wasn't unfair to the kids who had nothing to do with starting a war? Riddle me that. Um, Okay. That's, you know what, I'd say that that's, I don't necessarily 100% uh, 100% ag- uh, agree with that, but I, I think that is a fair assessment to have. Unfortunately, let's face it, there's a cloud over, over Hockey Canada, I think we all know that. Uh, that said, it doesn't have anything specific to do with the current players, and if your point is current Russian hockey players shouldn't be victimized because of the political... Uh, aggressiveness of a regime, I I guess you could make a bit of that argument. Uh, This one comes in from uh, Dwight, who says, cost per ticket is way too high for the general economic climate, and the demand is just too low for day games in the summer. That is another explanation. Uh, Kelly says, Bob, the biggest reason that I'm not attending the World Junior Hockey Championships are the astronomical ticket prices. Uh, the fact that we're experiencing beautiful weather, I'd rather be outside in the 4 o'clock start times to appease Eastern Canadian audience who don't even live in the province. That one comes to us from Kelly. So there's a couple different perspectives there. Uh, Stephen from BC says, Bob, two is not a scratch. Uh, guys, great golfer, but not a pro. Close enough. I, are, are we talking semantics here? I don't know. Uh, you can text us 780 Oilers, I said it is the calm before the storm. We got to wait and see what happens here. Again, the training camp, we have a rookie tournament that's going to take place in Penticton. Basically, the third week of September, we're going to come out of that and get into a training camp. And then the Oilers have to have a cap-compliant roster for October the 12th. Is it possible that one or two more guys get signed? I think it's possible that we might see one more signed for sure. Uh, Steve says, Bob, Phil Kessel, do you think there's much interest in him signing with the Oilers? If so, how much do you think we can get him for? From Steve. Steve, I think Phil Kessel would look at Edmonton. I think he'd hope to get $1.5 million, and I don't think Edmonton can do that. 
that so at this time. Uh, but I think Kessel would be open to it. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Uh, Bob, I, Oilers fan has texted us to say, I'm not attending or watching the World Juniors uh, in part because most of the eligible players aren't playing. Uh, Slavkovsky, uh, Wright, Power, and all the rest. That one comes to us from Colton. Not to mention Xavier Borgo. By the way, Brendan, not out of the realm in Penticton for the upcoming World Junior Tournament that the Oilers could have four first-round picks at, or sorry, the upcoming uh, Penticton Young Stars Tournament. Edmonton could have four first-round picks there. You could see Philip Roberg there. Almost certainly you're going to see Dylan Holloway in Penticton, along with Xavier Borgo and Reed Schaefer. Hmm, four first-round picks. That's... It's asset management. Yeah, I would be... I, I that That has increased, you know, I mean... Yeah, there's no I mean, the, well. McDavid played one game because Jake Furtanen hit him first shift of the game, blew him up, and then Mitch Moraz and other guys sort of sent the message. But uh, in 2015, Drysaddle ended up playing all three games in 2015. It was outstanding. Let's do it. Let's get into NHL today. It is uh, presented by Elite Promotion. We're going to go to you early. How's that? Because I just completely flipped over the script. NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Brendan, what do you got? Uh, Colton Sevier heading overseas, signing a one-year contract with SC Bern in Switzerland. 33 years old. Now he had five points in 35 games with the Oilers. Added uh, 22 more appearances in Bakersfield last season. Jonathan Huberto pledging to donate his brain to Project Enlist. Canada for uh, research on brain injuries. The program essentially researching traumatic brain injury, CTE, and uh, post-traumatic stress disorder in uh, military veterans usually to uh, better treat and diagnose those injuries. Ben Lovejoy, the first active NHL player to donate his brain back in 2017. Team Canada continuing its quest for a title. Uh, Group A, I believe, is on the line tonight, or rather Group B in preliminary play. Canadians have outscored their opponents it's 21 to 4 in 3 games so far we'll see how Finland holds up against that challenge tonight they're one of 3 undefeated teams uh, alongside Canada and the US it's scoreless no Austria has put one on the board here midway through the first period uh, against Switzerland and uh, Germany and Sweden will face off in the late game quarterfinals starting on Wednesday 12:23 Edmonton when we come back in orders now we'll get to the orders now audio vault for direct work where you're listening to Oilers now. Bob Stoffer and Brendan S. Scott with you. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I better mention that the Doobie Brothers are from the Bay Area. 
Otherwise, Fear the Finn, a.k.a. S.J. Sharkey, will get all upset at me. Phil. Because uh, he took time to text me to tell me. All right. You can text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line 7804960063. So, Brendan, again, four, uh, good chance we'll see four Oilers first-round picks in the Penticton tournament. It's nice to have those picks, isn't it? And isn't it interesting because they traded away some second-rounders and the most criticized, maybe the most criticized move Ken Holland's made so far has been the Athanasio trade for the two seconds. We ran the stat for you of the top 12 teams in the league. Only Edmonton and Minnesota had uh, four first-rounders, 19, 20, 21, and 22. Go for it. The floor is yours. Which to me is a result of being patient at the trade deadline, you know, not overspending. We've seen other organizations in the league overspend on players, especially the rentals that don't end up sticking around. I mean, uh, I hate to pile on Toronto in this instance, but guys well, like Nick Felino that didn't stick around, right? That's. Oh, what do you mean, Toronto? Like the Athletic sits there and they write <laughs> on daily basis the sheer genius of all things that are Kyle Dubas out of Toronto. Like, and, and and I'll say this about Toronto. They've played some tough, they've had some tough teams that have knocked them out. Columbus wasn't one of them, in my opinion. Uh, like, they haven't won a playoff series since Austin Matthews was six, which I'm sure none of us are that disappointed in. But the reality of the situation is they've got one first-round pick from the last four drafts. And he's he's been dealing with an, either an illness or an He's had some challenges along the way. Go for it. I mean, so, there so you it's, go. It's asset management, again, by Ken Holland. And this is a, a situation where I don't think a lot of people wanted to give him credit for his, his ability to do that. And, hey, okay, after the Athanasiu trade, you know, understandable to receive some criticism there. But if you look beyond that, you look at things now from 30,000 feet, I think the, he's, the body of work has been great. All right, we'll get to Ken Holland a little bit later on on today's show. Uh, John Shannon coming up, our NHL insider. We had a couple different little concepts to talk about with John related to TV and radio. But at this time, off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell.